0: Hello there. Welcome to the Happiness Between Tales podcast. Do you love writing, great fiction, culture, fine art, and compassion? I mean, truly love them. I'm Dahl, and I sure do. That's why I produce Happiness Between Tales, to foster creativity and understanding. As an Emmy Award-winning former journalist, join me on my learning to write and publish fiction journey, Wherever you find your podcast, hit subscribe. That way you'll never miss a single completely free episode of Happiness Between Tales. While you're getting Happiness Between Tales delivered automatically, help keep it going by giving it a like, five stars, and a comment. And tell your friends so they too can enjoy tail wags and the making of tales. Check out happinessbetweentails.com for more information. And now kick back and enjoy this episode of Happiness Between Tales.
1: This week I had time to work on my novels. Yay! I'm also happy to report that my husband and I danced. The COVID quarantine put our tanging on hold. As much as we missed it, we were even more eager to see our dancing friends at last. Pre-COVID, a number of fellow students gathered several times a year for potluck and dance ranging from belly and flamenco to tango and folk. Here's good news regarding my learning to podcast, since the audio version of author slash blogger Judith Barrow's guest blog post about how she got published aired recently, I used Headliner to produce a full-length video version of it. Kashayar and I performed two tangos for our friends last weekend. To be safe, the event was outdoors and only included friends who were vaccinated. Over the COVID interim, my hair had grown so long that during rehearsal, it got stuck in his armpit. The morning of the show, I whacked four of it off. When we performed for real, I was so out of shape and unaccustomed to wearing heels that my calves were cramping. All the same, the whole night was truly heartwarming and fun. We began with a classic tango, unchoreographed as is the tradition for authentic Argentine tango. Later we performed a malonga-style Argentine tango, also not pre-choreographed, so as to adhere to convention. Back to the subject of books, do you listen to audiobooks? I'm obsessed with them. It's amazing how quickly moments of listening during cooking, washing dishes, sweeping, driving, exercising, brushing my teeth, and walking my dog add up to a whole book. Author slash blogger Chris Hall, who was guested here before, just produced an audiobook. She calls herself a compulsive storyteller, a cat slave, and a henkeeper who hails from England and lives in South Africa with her artist husband. Lately, she's finishing the sequel to her novel. Song of the Sea Goddess. Visit her blog at lunasonline.wordpress.com to read her flash fiction and poems. In this recount of the process she used to convert her novel into an audiobook, she includes helpful sites. Links and where to hear a sample of her book are at happinessbetweentails.com. Check out Chris and her books on her blog at lunasonline.wordpress.com. The Rise of the Audiobook by Chris Hall Let me start off with a quote by Chris Lynch of Simon & Schuster Audio. According to Lynch, quote, Audiobooks are becoming more mainstream, most growth coming from people using technology to find more time in their day to consume more books, unquote. Audiobooks have been around for almost a century in one form or another, although it was only in the 1990s that the advent of digitized recording technology saw audiobooks take off. They're a boon for people with visual impairments and those who have difficulty with holding a book or e-reader. Or those who don't get on with processing the written word but still love stories. And of course, they're great for busy people who like to multitask, all those artists and crafters, bakers, cooks, and wielders of needles I know. From my hairdresser to my podiatrist, I've found people who love to listen to audiobooks. There is also the opportunity to reach a brand new, younger audience. The podcast generation, The 18 to to 24 year age group are increasingly listening to audiobooks, and these are not a traditional book buying group. Plugged into their smartphones, they consume their stories on the go. Increasingly aware of the appetite for creating audio offerings amongst some of the folk I know here on WordPress, where more people are converting their posts to podcasts, producing their own podcasts, and generally getting to grips with all things audio, I decided to dip my toe in the water and make an audiobook first I had to choose one of my books. I decided on my most recently published novel, Song of the Sea Goddess. It's the first book I've written set in South Africa, my adopted country where, in my experience, people are less wedded to the written word, but love their listening devices. It's a book that I hope will appeal to both a local and a global audience. Song of the Sea Goddess combines fantasy and magical realism, and contains elements of an eco-thriller. Key themes include man's avarice and arrogance, and the human threat to the environment, and to earth's creatures, both real and imaginary. Written not long after Cape Town almost ran out of drinking water a couple of years ago, it also touches on the thirst for water experienced in many parts of Africa. But it's not all gloom and doom. My novel is populated by a small cast of quirky and humorous characters who reside in the charming little coastal town that I created for them an imaginary place on the beautiful West Coast of South Africa. They're a great bunch to get to know and very relatable to a local audience. So now I'll describe the process of producing an audiobook. A little online research led me to make my first decision. I had to find a good narrator. Even if I had that magical voice for radio, it's a mammoth task to read and record an entire novel. Nor do I have the equipment or the skill to make a professional digital recording, And I can only imagine how many times I'd need to stop to silence my very opinionated cat. But, by great good fortune, one of the teachers with whom my husband used to work is also a voice actor. I asked him to drop her an email. Voice actor Terry Lloyd Roberts was happy to take on the project, and in turn, she introduced me to Devin Martindale, director at Audio Shelf, a South African company dedicated to the production of audiobooks. From then on, making the recording was easy. All I had to do was send them the manuscript, and they'd do the rest. Over the next month, I received a chunk of chapters to review each week. Listening to the recordings made by Devon and Golden Voice Terry was an absolute delight. It couldn't have been easier. Armed with a finished recording, finding a platform on which to publish was the next step. Being in South Africa closes off many avenues, don't get me started and I was disappointed to find that big names like ACX were not available in your geographical location. However, Devon came to the rescue and recommended Authors Republic who offer audiobook publishing and distribution worldwide. After signing up, completing a US tax form, and adding my PayPal account details, all that remained was to fill in the book details, load up the cover pic, and upload the audio files, which had been perfectly prepared by Audioshelf. then finally set the price, although the distributors have the right to amend this to fit their pricing profile. Just two weeks later, my audiobook was available via all the major audiobook retailers, including the ones unavailable to me in South Africa, like Audible and Chirp. It was also published on Amazon, alongside the ebook and paperback, which I'd been unable to do directly. Now let's get to the bottom line, cost versus sales. Because of the time involved to read and record an entire novel, it is a relatively costly enterprise to engage a narrator, and arrange the studio time. It cost me equivalent to a nice holiday. This of course, would have been drastically reduced if I'd done my own recording. Sales are paid quarterly by Authors Republic, and I'm pleased to report that I earned more royalties from the audiobook than the combined paperback and ebook sales in these first three months since publication. It might take a while, if ever, to make my money back, but it does give me the opportunity to reach a new audience. Having people enjoy what I've written is reward enough for me. If you were to ask me if I would do it again, I would answer, oh yes. Terry and Devon are about to start recording my adventure story for all ages, following The Green Rabbit, which will be out in time for the coming festive holiday. Do you listen to audiobooks? Record your experiences, Thoughts and questions on my podcast page at Anchor by Spotify or email me at happinessbetweentails.com where you'll find a photo of Chris and her audiobook, pertinent links including where to hear a sample, and videos of my husband and me dancing. Connect with Chris at lunasonline.wordpress.com. Like what you heard? You're supported by me at backslash support h b t B.T. would be much appreciated.
0: Thanks for tuning in. This is Doll for Happiness Between Tales. Send me your thoughts, questions, and suggestions through happinessbetweentails.com where you can find out more about the show and me. To get Happiness Between Tales delivered automatically, be sure to subscribe. You'll help the show thrive by liking it, rating it five stars, commenting, and telling your friends to check it out. See you at the next episode for more tail wags and the making of tales.